The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. I asked this question last night to the people at Mass. Has there ever been a time in your life where the Lord has invited you to do something that you were not prepared for or you were not really excited about or you weren't really looking forward to? Or, you know, we can say not just the Lord, but has there ever been a time in your life you've been asked to do something you don't want to do or were not prepared for or didn't know what you're trying to Yeah. I think we all have had that experience. And when we respond to that invitation, when we respond to that event, when we respond to it, we can do it in different ways. We can lean into it. We can accept it and go for it. Or we can kind of back away from it, turn away and move away from it. Generally speaking, leaning into it could be a very good thing, but sometimes we are called to back away out of other necessities. But like yesterday, you know, our water heater broke over the weekend, right? Hence, the cafeteria floor was flooded. You had to eat in your classrooms. That was probably not something your teachers counted on that day, right? It's not something you counted on that day. But you did it, and you made it work. This morning, I get a text from Mrs. Unger that there's a bat in the sink. So I had to go get the bat. The bat is gone. It's outside. I don't like bats. They're not my favorite creature. But I was the bat collector this morning. You know, when, when you don't feel well, it also makes things really tough. You know, it's like, I don't want to go to school today. I don't feel that great. It just makes learning harder. But there's sometimes where we're not quite sick enough to not be at school, and we have to kind of lean into it. That's the same thing with our faith life. There will be times where we are invited by the Lord to do something that is bold and potentially scary, and difficult, but he doesn't want us to do that to cause us harm or damage or embarrassment. He does that because he knows the potential that exists in us. He knows what we are capable of, even if we don't know about it ourselves. So when we hear these readings today, um, it's just 
in one sense, the gospel is very simple. Um, and the first reading is also simple. He talks about, you know, what comes from the heavens and how they won't return. They won't return empty-handed. So if you understand, like, the science of rain and snowfall, that there's water in the skies and the clouds, and then at a certain point, the electromagnetic um, currency between, like, the ground and the sky is so much that it lets them off or lightning comes, like, all this cool stuff. But that water that comes down, that precipitation, doesn't just stay on the earth, does it? Because it can evaporate, and it can evaporate back into um, air molecules and water molecules that are, are more airish, I guess. That sounds awful. Um, into the sky. And so they don't go back void. That's what he's saying in the reading. They go back with a purpose. They've fulfilled their duty. In the same way for us, we don't just exist on this planet, do nothing, die, and then it's like, all right, I guess I'll go back to God. Like, we return to him after having completed something. What, that's, what that is, what we've completed, we don't necessarily know. We don't know until the end of our life. We might go the majority of our life and think, what have I ever done for the Lord? I've, I've gone to church. I've prayed. I've done these things. But like, what have I really accomplished? And then you discover at the end of your life the amount of lives that you impacted or the amount of people that you helped through charities and works and things like that. Things that you just did without really considering the bigger impact. But what I love is the gospel with the prayer. Now, like, people say, like, I want to know how to pray. I want to know how to pray. I want to know how to pray. And Jesus gives us a very simple and clear answer today. So the first question, how are we not supposed to pray? All right. With what? Mumble, babble, right? Just, just kind of like, saying a bunch of words for the sake of them. True. Now, is there anything wrong with spontaneous prayer? Not at all. But if, if like our prayer is very simple, Lord, help me, like that can be the simplest form of the prayer. We don't need to go on to, Lord, I really need your help today because I'm going to go through this thing and da 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 Right? That's what we mean by the mumbling and the babbling. He says, if, and if you're at a loss for what to pray, how are we to pray? How does he t t teach us to pray today? You all know it. The Lord's Prayer, right? And it's, I mean, did it sound any different than what we normally say from the gospel to what we say at Mass? It didn't sound a lick different. It was dead on, which means from Scripture, we've taken that prayer and used it for centuries, if not millennia. But do we think to use a prayer like that in our needs? Like, Lord, I, I, really, I really need you. Lord, I'm really grateful. Lord, I'm whatever it is, I need to talk to you. And I just start with the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father. Like, how beautiful and simple is that? That I don't have to have all these crazy thoughts or ideas or fancy words. I can just say what he's taught me to say. How freeing is that? 
Because people are like, I don't know how to pray. I'm like, yes, you do. Prayer is not complex. Prayer is just a dialogue. It's just a discussion. So yesterday, I wasn't able to be with you for adoration. I'm just curious, did anyone still come over to the church and spend some time in the church? Yeah? So you didn't necessarily have the Blessed Sacrament exposed, but is Jesus still in the tabernacle? Yes or no? Yeah, he's still there. And so did you, were you still able to pray? Okay, good. That's great. Was your prayer better, worse, the same? So some say the same. Okay. Anyone better? Anyone worse? So the reality is like we still were able to do what we were designed to do, which was come and give worship to God. Like how good is that? Like that's such a gift. So I think the Lord is going to invite us in our lives and through our lives to do lots of things we don't plan on. Lots of things we don't anticipate. And yet, what we do, none of it is without purpose. Like you being in school right now actually is purposeful. Now in 30 years from now, when you look back, you're going to think on those times in school and like, I don't remember what I learned in first grade. That's fine. I don't remember what I learned in first grade either. But clearly I learned stuff that has benefited me. I don't remember what I went through in fifth and sixth grade, but I know it benefited me. I know there's things that have added to my life. In the same way, our faith is always growing. It's always changing. How you were last year is how you're, you're going to be different next year in that relationship with God. And the simple, beautiful reality is when you don't know what to say or how to say it, He's given us the exact words to talk to him through something as beautiful as the Lord's Prayer. So the challenge for us today is when we're invited to do something that we're not anticipating, we're not maybe excited about, we're not planning on, to find the joy in it. And if it's difficult to find the joy, to make sure we have a conversation with God before we do it. Like, Lord, help me to do this. Use the Our Father. Use the Lord's Prayer. Use whatever prayers you've got, but keep them simple. He doesn't need a bunch of fancy stuff to know what you need.